with Radio On The Go News. Brian Fancher reporting. Saturday about 4 p.m., multiple agencies responded to the report of an explosion and fire at the Poet Bioprocessing Facility in Shell Rock. No injuries reported. Witnesses reported seeing a fireball at that time and felt the explosion for a radius of several miles around the plant. Butler County Emergency Management reports that by the time emergency crews arrived on the scene, the fire had taken care of itself. The cause is under investigation, but one possibility was a combustible dust explosion. The plant is running and is stable. Today, the Franklin County Board of Supervisors will consider a request from the County Planning and Zoning Commission to approve a hazardous liquid pipeline ordinance. The Franklin Supervisors will also consider increasing the wages for county employees. Franklin County Board of Supervisors meet today. 8.30 a.m. at the courthouse in Hampton. The Wright County Board of Supervisors today will hold a public hearing on a proposed new chicken facility in Section 18 of Vernon Township. The Wright Supervisors will also receive the annual update from the Executive Director of Upper Des Moines Opportunity, Julie Edwards, who will also make a request for continued funding. Wright County Board of Supervisors meet today 9 a.m. at the courthouse in Clarion. The Hardin County Board of Supervisors today will consider approval and authorize the county attorney to sign and submit the annual opioid settlement fund report. The Hardin Supervisors will also consider instructing the county treasurer to apply partial prepaid drainage assessment payments on parcels as presented. The Hardin County Board of Supervisors meet today at 9 a.m. at the courthouse in Eldora. There is a new online portal for Iowans to pay next year's state income taxes. It's called GovConnect Iowa. And that's where people can go and have access to their individual tax information. That's Iowa Department of Revenue Director Mary Mosman. Uh, Iowans can make estimated state income tax payments up to a year in advance through the new portal. A continual request of not only taxpayers but tax professionals. So that's now a live feature on our GovConnect Iowa portal. Taxpayers with questions may also send a message through the portal to the Iowa Department of Revenue. You can send secure messaging to the department, and um, we can work directly with you that way. We're not taking away any of our other customer service features. We will still have our call center, and you can still send emails through our website. The new GovConnect Iowa portal replaces what was called the e-file and pay system. Mosman is urging Iowans who file a tax return as an individual and Iowans who are married and file a joint state income tax return to check out the portal. We strongly recommend that they initiate a GovConnect Iowa or a portal account so they can see um, tax history, they can see payment history, they can make tax payments. The portal is part of a five-year plan to modernize the state system for handling of all taxes paid to the state. State sales taxes and corporate income taxes are now part of the updated system. The Board of Regents recently approved an increase of 32% in the budget for the Town development on the Iowa State University campus. ISU's Heather Paris presented the details of the project. Phase 1 and 2 combined would build extensive underground infrastructure, completely replace all parking services, and raise the project site so future development would be five feet above Iowa Creek's 100-year floodplain. The project covers 40 acres of land between the Iowa State Center and Jack Tri Stadium. 
and includes thousands of parking spots. These lots are heavily used by students and visitors to Iowa State University. The existing parking lots have multiple maintenance issues and need replacement. The athletic department and private giving would fund the $9.2 million increase, bringing the total budget to nearly $38 million. University of Northern Iowa is given permission to tear down the West Gym, which has been the home of several sports teams since it was built. UNI Vice President Michael Hager says they've determined it is not cost-effective to renovate the structure. So the West Gym has served the university since 1925 and has served us quite well. Um, however, the building is clearly telling us that it is at the end of its life cycle. He says the east and west exterior walls are bowing and separating from the structure. One is an intriguing S-curve that seems to get the urgent attention of architects and structural engineers when they come and look at it. Inside, one can see those walls separating by as much as two inches from the flooring system, which is well outside the established standards of wall movement. The building was shored up and all services moved out after the Boeing walls were discovered. He says they don't know yet what might go into its place on campus. For now, the, the basement will be taken out, the utilities will be patched, and then it'll become a green space. It's, it's a critical building location. Uh, we'd want to be cautious about what we put in in the future. It's on a, an axis with the Campanile, um, and so it's, uh, it would be remain a, a high-value building location at some point will cost between $1.3 and $1.5 million to demolish the building. The wrestling program had taken up a majority of the space in the West Gym in the last several years, and a new wrestling practice facility is planned. The Iowa Falls City Council last week held a public hearing on the proposed project application for an Iowa Economic Development Authority CDBG housing upper story conversion project for the Princess Grill and Pizzeria at 607 Washington Avenue. Marty Wymore with Region 6 Resource Partners told the council this location has space in its upper story to be converted into housing units. More housing units are needed in the community, and this space in a downtown building is underutilized. The project will add two two-bedroom housing units, both of which will have rents that are affordable for low- and moderate-income households. The total budget for the housing conversion project and block grant administration $755,000. The Iowa Falls City Council approved the application for the Iowa Economic Development Authority Community Development Block Grant Program for the Upper Story Housing Conversion Project. Parkersburg's first annual Jolly Jamboree will be held this Saturday across the community from 9.30 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. Samantha Cummings, a member of the Jolly Jamboree Committee, tells Radio On The Go News about some of the events taking place Saturday. Start out by building a gingerbread dog at the library. You do have to sign up for that with a time slot. We have centerpiece making at Leah's. We have bingo hosted by Greenbelt Bank and Trust at the Civic Center. We have actually trolley bus rides that will be taking you around to several spots in town. So if you know that you're going to be hitting several of the events, you can get dropped off and picked up at the designated spot. Lineup for the Lighted Christmas Parade begins at 4 p.m. at the United Methodist Church located at 502 Florence Street in Parkersburg. Marcy Sharp over at Midwest One was really excited about heading this one because she's seen it in different communities. So hoping to get at least 10 this year. It should be pretty neat because you can decorate it however you want and just as long as it's all lit up and passes through several parking lots so you can enjoy from your car. For more information on the first annual Jolly Jamboree in Parkersburg on December 2nd, 
Check out the Parkersburg, Iowa Chamber of Commerce page on Facebook. One of the highest snowfall totals in Iowa from the weekend storm, 4.4 inches at Loudoun and Cedar County. Locally, two inches of snow fell at Clarksville, 1.7 inches at Iowa Falls, and one and a half inches at both Rockwell and Marble Rock. Mason City picked up 1.4 inches while one inch of snow fell in Hampton. Today's guest on the Radio on the Go newsmaker program is the organizer of the Salvation Army bell ringing effort in Hampton, Fritz at Grosskruger. We'll discuss this year's program, which will run on the weekends until December 23rd. The Radio on the Go newsmaker program airs weekdays during the noon hour on KLMJ with archive programs available under the news tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. The high in the past 24 hours here at our studios ending at 7 o'clock this morning, 35 degrees in the 24-hour low ending at 7 o'clock this morning, 12 degrees above zero. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.